you want it to be easy for the person to participate. So you want this to be easy for them to engage with them, make it as easy as possible for them to read your stuff, make it easy as possible for them to be specific in what you want. So for instance, in your captions, like on a post feed, if you're not asking for engagement, you're not getting it. If you're not giving engagement, you're not getting it. Welcome to the Coffee with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Marie, web designer and CEO of Courtney Marie & Co. After building a multiple six-figure design agency, I wanted to create a podcast to share everything I've learned and am still learning to help you grow your business. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts, share tips on branding, marketing, business, and so much more. So if you're ready to learn how to run a successful business and stand out online, grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. Welcome back. So this week we are continuing the conversation with my friend Emmy, talking about all things how to make money on the gram. And if you listened to the episode last week and you're like on the edge of your seat waiting for more, the new episode is here. So let's get to it. What other tools and resources do you have any other ones, like cool ones that you really use a lot for Instagram that someone else might benefit? No, I actually don't. Look at that. And you don't have to have all the things. No, you don't. And that's, that's what I teach. My ideal client is like low tech. Again, this person who I, I presented, I didn't present. I asked if she wanted help, right? Oh, her yeah. solution with her stories. She asked me, the question she asked me, she's like, do you use an app to make your stories look cool like you do? Wow, that takes too much time. And I said, no, I do it all in the app. That's what I teach. If I'm going to do anything, it's Canva, but really you can do the same kind of effect of a quote in your Instagram stories right there. Yeah. Um, like once in blue moon, I'll use InShot for those new ones that you see, maybe like the photos that sync up with the audio. Mm-hmm. You do have to use InShot for that because it's just way easier. Because say you're you're trying to sync 48 photos to a 0.3 second yeah. on on InShot, you can like actually type in 0.3. Otherwise, on on Reels, you're trying to like, and I have long nails, so it's like I can't get the bar that much, and then it would take forever. So InShot, if I'm going to do that type of reel, but I don't. I like I have maybe only done a couple of them, and that's only because it filled my like content heart. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with like creating in live in reels and using their features versus using a third party and then uploading that video? Does that affect anything? So it, they don't, they don't know okay. in sh- because like a lot of times what I'm, how I make the videos for my reels is I'll just take my iPhone video. I'll video it. Yeah. And then I'll go into reels, find a trending audio. Now, again, it doesn't have to be a trending audio, but why not just help yourself out? Like, but if that's <laughs> right, like if that's going to stop you though from posting it, don't be ridiculous, yeah. which is a real trend. Get out of here. Yeah. What does she say? <laughs> it's like, who's having that conversation is one. And then like, don't be ridiculous. Oh yeah. 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 There's a different one. Gosh, I live my life. I live my life by real audios. Like it comes or song lyrics. One thing I I've been doing is like the ones that I see that I can redo, I'll save them and then make a list in my notes app to do it later. You can also save them in Instagram. You can create a collection. So I do have that as well, kind of like as a backup. Um, But you can't write, right? You can't write the notes in the saved collection in your Instagram. So um, Instagram, 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 Instagram. So I use InShot 
Canva, maybe, but honestly, I like that. Everything I do, if you're gonna um, transfer like a TikTok to a reel, you absolutely oh, have yeah. to take the watermark off. So it's snaptick.app. Yeah. S N A P dot T I K or snaptick. S N A P T I K dot app. It's not an app, it's a website. But right now, Facebook reels are actually jamming. Like they are really? blowing up. Yes. Like right now, you need to absolutely repurpose your TikToks or your Instagram reels on Facebook. If you've given up on Facebook, I hear you. I did too. We broke up over a year ago. I just did a podcast episode on the difference between Facebook Reels and Instagram Reels. It is like free business right now. They don't care if your watermark from TikTok or Instagram is on. Oh, really? They do not care. I just got a message from a girl who wanted to do affiliate marketing with me that was from a Facebook, from my Facebook Reels, but it went to like some spam thing in my Facebook. And then yesterday, last night, somehow you know, cause Facebook and Instagram messages are connected somehow. Yeah, up on I don't my know Instagram. how that works. <laughs> and she ended up joining someone else's team. Oh yeah. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So like that was from Facebook and all I did is I take my Instagram Would you reels. recommend having like your, I haven't been on Facebook in for a while. Like I haven't posted on my page for a long time. That's okay. Hmm. 100%. Okay. If you don't have a Facebook strategy, here's the two things that you should have bare minimum. You should connect your stories to your Facebook. So then it just like your Instagram stories just upload on your Facebook. Oh, I should be doing that. You don't have to do anything, right? We're maximizing our time. Got those friends and family that... <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, you have a lot of contacts that are business. Yeah. And then the second thing that you should be doing on Facebook bare minimum is just repurposing your reels or TikToks. They don't care because even though Facebook owns Instagram and meta, whatever crap, um, so no, that's <laughs> whatever so weird. this new world that is, is going so to crap. Be. I am not like you don't, you're not saying no, no, I think it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. I think they're trying to control us, and I'm not here for it. So, uh, I will utilize their services as a businesswoman until they decide Facebook, you can pay me, but <laughs> and, until they decide to take it away from us, that's why we have other things like podcasting and email lists and all the other stuff. Anyways, so Facebook is ultimately competing with Instagram viewership. So that's why they don't care if it has an Instagram watermark or a TikTok watermark. All right. I'm going to start testing this. You should. Absolutely. Even if it was like 500 views. Yeah. Do it. Like what do you have to lose? Okay. It's free business. It literally takes less than two minutes of your time to just repurpose. Here's the reason why it also takes less time. The captions are just on Facebook reels are just like TikTok where you don't, there's no line breaks. So what I would encourage you for your caption for Facebook is do your catchy hook. So like what's going to stop their scroll or what do you want them to do next? So either your catchy hook or your CTA, put that as just like a one or two liner in your Facebook reels caption. And you don't even have to worry about hashtags. Look at that. See, I I learned something today. That was extra because we were technically talking about Instagram today. Yeah, we just threw that in for you. That was free 99. Free 99. Um, Okay. What are some things that you do daily, weekly to show up on Instagram? Because I know business owners that don't post a lot on stories or even post because maybe they don't know what to post. But what are some things that you're doing daily and then weekly to show up? So daily, I post five times a week. On the feed? On the feed. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, but that's different. And you always no, So it's different in okay. different seasons okay. of your life and business. So when I was working 40 hours as an elementary school librarian, 
And then I would go after school at 4 p.m. I would then go to the, the pizza place and serve pizza and beer from five to, you know, I wouldn't get home till 11. I, I could not physically post five times a week or six times or seven times, or like some other Instagram business experts out there that will tell you to post five times a day, which I don't agree with. Oh my God. Three to five times a day. There's two people, very specific names that come to mind. Oh, I know who you're saying. Nice people, just not a strategy that I feel like is helpful for my ideal client. And that's why I have- People would get annoyed. That's why I have success in in my sphere because we're not assigned to everyone. We're not supposed to help everyone in this world. We have- You're not supposed to like everyone. You're not supposed to, yeah. So it's okay that they, they are sharing their- theory of quality, quantity over quality. I couldn't during that season. So what I had to check, like, okay, what can I commit to consistently? So it's all about consistency. Yeah. Now don't just like be like, Oh, I'm only going to post two times a week when you know you can post more. Like, let's be realistic here, but don't also try and be like, I'm going to post seven times a, times a week. Yeah. When you only know you can do three. Cause remember we talked about dependability earlier and the algorithm favors dependability. Why don't you post three times a week? If that's what you can realistically post in your feed and do that for at least, you know, 30 to 60 to 90 days and show up in your stories every day. You know, eight to 10 stories a day is, is that's less than three minutes guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, you can do it. Yeah. And it's not just all, you know, all 12, 12 is technically three minutes. All 12 of those slides that's why I always say eight to 10 because usually, and then I say three minutes because I'm encouraging people to do 12. Yeah. Um, but like subconsciously. So 12 of those aren't all pictures of you. Yeah. You actually, let's talk about that. What, what could, what are some things that people can post in their stories? So you want to have a diversification of your Instagram story content. You do want to have pictures of yourself. They could be branded photos. They could be selfies. They could be, you know, more casual type of photos. Um, restor- your stories are very much as real time as possible. However, you don't have to post right then and there, because I want you to be present in your life. So for instance, Courtney and I went out to dinner last night and I took some film. I also took some boomerangs and I also took some still photos because those are, remember you're diversifying, right? You're diversifying your content. I didn't post them in my stories or my feed right then. I waited and enjoyed my dinner with my best friend. We had a good time. And then later that evening, still during the same day, I created a context, a continuity of flow in my stories. So you can have boomerangs, you can have videos, you can have branded photos, you can have Canva graphics, you can have, you can share other people's quotes, which is a really great way to get into other people's networks. It's a nice nod. If you want engagement, if you want people to share your stuff, you should probably be doing the same thing. Um, So you want to have all of those different types of pieces to keep people entertained. To people, those are, that's what, one of the ways one of the pieces to create binge worthy stories because your stories are your Netflix reality show. So like in order to be consistent and be maybe relevant, like you have to be posting every single day because otherwise your stories, I don't know how it works, but like you would get put at the end in the little feed thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, strategies to increase your views and engagement igniter hacks that I teach, but you know, ultimately I can tell you how much I post, but my business is not your business. Yeah. And so it really comes down to is what you, what can you commit to consistently doing and showing up and at the very least definitely show up in stories every yeah. day, 100% because those are 
remember, those are the people that have digitally raised their hand to follow you. So those are where your super fans are. Those are where your loyal people, the, the ones that are like, yes, they, they watch your stories. They are there all the time. They're going to be essentially your warm market within Instagram. Yeah. I like to do a mix. Like I think we post or I post uh, maybe three times a week, but then sometimes like lately, you know, I was out for two weeks. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> uh, Welcome back, girl. Yeah, yeah. Three times a week. And then like I at least am on stories every day and it's usually just sharing other people's content or um, just like sharing my life behind the scenes, that sort of thing. Because it's just like easy kind of just sharing what's going on in my life with a mix of work stuff. Yeah. Social proof actually is one of one of the things that I would I teach my clients to to utilize in stories because, because I think that's one of the fears too is like and why I said those twelve story slides don't have to be just of you. No. So shouting out be. no, 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 because it's not about you, right? Yeah. It, you are the star of the show, you're next reality, you are the personal brand, you're at the forefront, but it's not about you. You're just like the tour guide. Yeah. So shout out your clients. That that one makes them feel good. Everyone wants to be loved, right? Everyone likes to be acknowledged. Two, it shows social proof that what you do, you're actually doing it and you're actually good at it and people are actually getting results. You can get social proof from so many different ways. You can get it from, you know, you can actually have something set up to go out to your your clients during, you know, them working with you, after them working with you. You can get it in the DMs, say, you know, you're speaking with someone. Um, you can get it in comments. You can get it in text messages. You can message, like there's so many different places you can get you can actually go to your client's work. Uh, like say, you know, like if you were like you show their websites right Mm -hmm. after they're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's getting social proof without actually having to talk to your client. Yeah. So you don't actually have to have an interaction with someone specifically to have social proof. Yeah. We show, I show a lot of, I always say we, I, (laughs) I show a lot of behind the scenes of as I'm working on it, sneak peek. And then like when we're done, I'll share the final, the final piece. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So social, like as, social proof sells. Yeah. As a coach, you could also share behind the scenes of maybe a program you're working on for your clients, uh, emails that you're writing, just like what do you do every day or what do you do as a coach? Um, and like share their wins or, you know, things that they're texting you or sending you back. All those little things add up. Cause if, if, if that's your ideal client, I mean, they're your client, your ideal client is going to have the same questions. Exactly. So you're essentially answering their objections or questions before they even have them. Example, the podcast. All these questions that I'm asking are either ones that I've had before, or I know that people will be asking or have asked. I'm just doing it for you. (laughs) Walk us through the different kinds of content that someone would post on stories versus a post. So your feed is going to be about 80% niche specific content and it's going to be more educationally based. Now that is for me, you know, I have a couple different topics that I really kind of brand pillars that I talk about. I talk about your Instagram bio. I talk about ideal client and niching. I talk about how to sell on Instagram stories and I talk about video, but more so right now reels. So all of my posts on my feed really revolve around those kind of topics and helping my ideal client. Funny story. One time before I got married, I had someone ask me like, Hey, I never see 
I never see you post any pictures with Scott. Mm. And I was like, well, because he's not my brand. Yeah. And they're and they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I love Scott. Obviously, <laughs> I married him. <laughs> um, and you know, when we got married, like I definitely like did some wedding posts and stuff. I mean, those are my favorite pictures. So I had to share them, right? <laughs> had to share them. Scott, but, you can only be on my Instagram if I like the photos. He does clean up very nice. Other than that, he's in construction, so he's definitely like wearing a safety shirt and it's just a I mean, the sh- safety shirts are orange. He does <laughs> oh, have because that's, that's my brand color. He does have that going for him. So, as opposed to the feet, the stories stories is where, if at all, because he's like totally quiet, very opposite of me, um, kind of reserved dude. If I am going to show him, it's in stories, like behind the scenes. Yeah. So, for instance, we're kind of run. I guess you could say we're renovating our bathroom. Like it's been forever, and so anytime we go to Lowe's or Home Depot, I always take some video of him, like walking and looking and I'm like, okay, another date night at Home Depot. Or um what did I do the other day? He was setting up my external computer display, which was so nice. He never does stuff like that for me. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is awesome. And he drinks Bush Lights. So I always tag Bush Light because I'm trying to get sponsored by Bush there Light. There you go. Yeah. I'm like, babe, we're gonna get sponsored by Bush Light. I'm gonna do it just for you. I don't drink Bush Light. I do not drink beer. I do not drink really. Anyways, he like had it wasn't open yet. It was epic. I don't even know how I got it on video. I just start filming and hope to God that I get something good. Um, he got up and he was like, yeah, this is, you know, like felt all proud of himself. And he opened up the bush light with one hand. It was so smooth. And I got on video. It was the best. So yeah, I tend with him. It's usually behind the scenes because he's not going to like sit there and take a picture with me. It's definitely me filming him and doing like he's pretty like grumpy. And so he's like, I'm like, good job acting, baby. He's like, I'm not acting (laughs) like the people love it. Yeah. So it's almost like the feed is more aesthetically, maybe more professional, like first impression. And then stories is more the real raw behind the scenes. Anything kind of goes sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, when you land on my feed, you definitely get the first impression of, of joy and you know, you're going to have fun like that. Your, I elicit confidence and bravery and courage and happiness. And you still get that in any content that I produce or, you know, produce or put out there, but it's more educational based on the feed. And the stories is get more get to know you. Yeah. Cause yeah. remember that's where you're nurturing the relationship. We're in the relationship building business. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hire Courtney and her, her agency, that's not a, that, that cost a good, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, an investment if you don't like her, <laughs> we're going to have a problem. Well, yeah, we're throwing down. <laughs> if you don't like her, I'm coming out of you. No, but if you're, you don't like her, you're not going to give her your hard earned like no. dollars. You know what I mean? So how are people going to know you to like you, to trust you? Cause it's no like trust that that's an order for a reason. So how are they going to get to know you, like you and trust you if you don't even show you? And that's a really good point because how many times have you seen maybe a coach or a service provider? You're like, oh, wow, they like have great work. They have great results. But like, ooh, I don't like them as a person. And then that like instantly tells me I'm not going to work with them. That's why even I- though they get good results, I, I there needs to be that connection um, if I'm going to work with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just energetically like raising the vibrations when you – I like paying people like 
money that I like and are doing good things. Like that feels good to me. That's a great exchange, but that's also one of the reasons why brands are working with micro influencers, Mm -hmm. not celebrities, because do we really know Kim Kardashian? (laughs) I love Trust me, like I love the Kardashians. <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad. I almost, I was like, what are we going to do? There's not going to be a show anymore. Of course, they already have one in the works. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's going to be it? on Hulu though. What is it? They don't have, uh, it's just called The Kardashians. They're starting out like. Yeah, a new show. It's not. What? Gonna, well, because they probably have a contract with E that they couldn't use that name. Oh. Unless they wanted to do it with the same network. So a lot of actually shows right now are going to all these streaming platforms. And so it's going to be called called the Kardashians. It'll be even like more raw or. I think it's, I think it's going to be the exact same thing, which is a different name on a different network. And it gave them a big deal at the end of it. Like, and they gave them a time, a break to not film for a while. True. And take care of Kim's divorce and all this stuff. Smart move. They are very smart. So I like them, but really, do we know her? No, no. But you know some of these micro-influencers, which is 10,000 and, and below. Do we really know them? Well, no. Some people decide- With all these apps and- <laughs> I'm just like, well, I thought I knew you. <laughs> and so here, here's the thing. Is you got to control just you. And for instance, me, I I don't work, quote unquote, work hard to make that evident because I'm just building a business from who I truly authentically am. If you met me in person, I would be the exact same, same way. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to be, and I've met one of those Instagram biz experts Same. in person and he was, it was a very awkward exchange. It was, oh no, I want to know. <laughs> it was during the pandemic. And so like, what? you didn't know, like if like you had masks on, so you weren't sure, like, is he just this awkward all the time? Or is it because I don't like, do you shake hands during a pandemic? I mean, I don't know. People think crazy stuff. So no, I met someone too. Like she was super pe- peppy. Is that the word? Yeah. like Energetic online. And then in person, like it was a completely different like energy. And I was like, please someone, if I am never, if I am different, like, please tell me. Yeah. So you can only control you and showing up in this space and adding, you know, positive and goodness into the, the online social, social media space and coaching. You can't control other people. You'll drive yourself nuts. That's nuts. You'll drive yourself nuts <laughs> trying to like, you know, you guys worry are going to get it. that into your head. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to think of Courtney and Emmy. Oh the next God. time you hear someone say that's nuts. And nuts. Um, okay. What advice do you have for those who struggle to create content or just to show up online? Maybe two piece of ad- pieces of advice. So when I coach, I'm not someone who necessarily like throws down the hammer of like, I have a client right now who is not showing up on video. She's only We're sharing. calling you out. <laughs> Listen, 84% of people have been convinced to buy a product or service based off of a piece of video content. And one in four of those people purchased from actually seeing the Instagram, a story. So if you're not using video, do you even have a business? Is what I'm basically saying. You don't. I don't use video. You do. I do. Oh, stories. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so stories are a form of video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to figure just, out. It's become so natural. I think video is like. So I'm, ask, I'm asking her these questions. It's not black and white. I'm not just going to be as her coach. Well, you have to get on the video, like video or else. Like I kind of am telling you, I'm not your coach. So I can basically be a little bit more black and white. <laughs> video or else. Video or bust. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> 
video or bus, get out of here. But for her, because she's paying me to give her strategy that works for her. Cause at the end of the day, if there's resistance and you, for whatever reason, don't want to do something because you're clearly not doing it already. I have to figure out creatively a way why and a way for you to show up still in a way that feels good and authentic to who you truly are. Again, it always goes back to that. It's who are you? You know, so if you're someone who is not um, outgoing and you hate the lip syncing reels, which is great. That's fine. You the know, point. yeah. The, or the point, whatever one, but basically you don't want to show your face on video, but you know, you have to use video. Okay. Well, reels right now, a really hot trend with reels is you'll see people video like beautiful nature scenes or, Oh, I have seen a yes. lot of those. And you know what they do? Voiceover. Voiceover or just affirmate. Like they'll just have the affirmations roll in the text of the caption. Yeah. So you just did, technically you just did video cause it's on reels. You never showed your face and you just got tons of reach. Yeah. That's on brand, right? Cause that maybe that's your niche. Maybe you're like a, you know, a manifestation coach. And so you are talking about grounding and so then you, you know, whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we're I don't, not manifestation We're not. Coaches. I don't really know any of that, that stuff. So, but, so that's one really easy way. But so you have to think about, you have to think about what quote unquote is ideal for your business, but then you have to think about, okay, who am I? And where do I fit in in a way that I'm actually going to do it? Yeah. So that is a really great example of how you can do reels without showing your face. I just thought of another one. Like well, you, could, sure. you could film yourself work for introverts because I'm an intro, excuse me, introvert, extrovert, both. But you could film yourself like working at your desk and then do, you know, text over the reels of what a day today in the life of so-and-so looks like. That would be cool too. Yeah. So I just did that actually with my gratitude practice and we're doing right now a time lapse on this video. So if we wanted to, we could actually take this video that we just did a time. We're doing a time lapse on the iPhone of us doing the podcast interview. Well, you're supposed to forget, but I'm using this as a really great example here that you can ultimately then upload it as reels, add a trending audio to it. I should get in the camera. Oh, there. Well, no, I mean, it's going to, you'll see how it goes. It doesn't. So that's another easy way that you are technically having the human element. Cause there is a reason why there's like hand models and you know, it's a psychology of sales when there is a human element to things. That's another, yeah. another reason why you do have to show your face, but you don't always have to talk. Boomerangs are a really great way to show up. Give the human element. I love a good boom. I love a good boom. A boom, boom, boom. A boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, well. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm dating myself. It was like the 90s, I think is what that 90s came 90s babies. I love good 90s. Um, so that's one way. And in regards to like creating topics, I mean, I think we've given a lot of different ways throughout yeah. these episodes of frequently asked questions. You could, pull, hey, guess what? You could do market research in your stories and pull your audience. What is their number one struggle with? Insert your niche. Yeah. Hey, if you were to, you know, get something like if I were to create a new course on this or this, which one would help you best? If I like, you should be one engaging with your audience in this way all the time, but two, especially if you're creating something new or if you are stuck, you know, content creation, just from your, that like day-to-day perspective, ask your audience if they are filled with your ideal client, they're going to tell you what they need. Yeah. Oh, here is another hot tip. I like to call them money hits. 
Coming in hot. Coming in hot. I just thought of it. I just, oh, I didn't just think of it. I just remembered to share this with you because it's so, so good. And this is another indication that Instagram is still trying to rival TikTok, at least to some level, is in the comments of a post on your feed, you can now actually reply back to that oh, comment in Reels using video. I love that. And here's another thing about Reels and video. I have also started implementing this in my business and helping my clients do the same thing. Not only could you do like the nature type of reel, but say you were going to answer this person's question, just make a cute, pretty little Canva graphic of the actual answer, put a GIF on it. Technically, this is a video because in reels, you can upload photos, right? You don't even have to put the GIF on it. It could look like a shared graphic that you created, but it's actually a reel. And you just answered their question. Wait, hold up. So you're saying create the comment uh, bubble? Yeah. I'm totally going to do that. It's it's so easy. You literally like they're like pretend someone asks you a question. No, someone actually has to ask a question. But you in could your also comment. like take from your frequently asked questions and put. Well, you could do that if you, you could do that just separately. Yeah. But this one originally came from the comments in your you post. You reply. You reply to a reel in a, in a reel format. But what I'm saying, you could also just create a reel from scratch the way that I shared with you. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's genius. I have it on my feed right now. There's a couple of different reels. Uh, I'm, you know, um, incorporating myself. It looks like a shared graphic. So on the feed, it looks cool. It looks aesthetic. It still does the same thing because it's going to be a power quote that your ideal client's going to resonate with, but it's utilizing the best form of reach on the con- on the platform right now, which is reels. Yeah. Gold. It, thank you. Money hit. Coming in hot. Mic drop. Done. Done. Out. Out. Get out of here. Um, okay, last question. Sorry, I keep going. Let's say someone has a community. They have an audience. Um, they have proof of concept. They are kind of intermediate level, if that's even a level. But um, how would someone increase their engagement? Maybe they're at a point where okay, that's great, Emmy, but how do I get people to start commenting? How do I get people to ask me questions? Let's talk about that. Well, first of all, it's based on trust, right? People, for instance, just in stories alone, that question box feature, Mm -hmm. which is technically considered, they call it an engagement sticker, right? So the other engagement stickers, the ones that actually convert the best for engagement are the poll sticker, the slider sticker, and the quiz feature. But the question box is technically a quote-unquote engagement sticker. That is the hardest box to fill unless you are someone who has a huge huge following and a huge engaged following, right? Because you could have a lot of numbers, followers, but they could be fake, so they ain't filling the question box. Those bots, those people in Philippines that are fake, they ain't filling out your question box, (laughs) okay? So that question box for me is really hard, and you can absolutely – stuff it with, so if say, um, you're going to ask like, Hey, if I was going to ask, what's one, what's your one number one struggle on Instagram? If I don't have adequate number of people respond to that, I'm going to then go into my list of frequently asked questions. I'm going to stuff the box myself, which means Mm -hmm. you answer it yourself because it's still questions. It's not that people don't have their questions. Here's the key. They don't want to ask it. They don't want to ask because at some level they don't feel comfortable enough. Yeah. Because that is a very vulnerable thing. But also what are they supposed to like, if you ask like, 
what's your biggest dream in life? Okay. You can't fit that in a little question (laughs) box. And that's like a novel. And most people don't even know that. Like you're asking a lot of them. You need to, again, like Courtney said earlier, you want it to be easy for the person to participate. So you want this to be easy for them to engage with them, make it as easy as possible for them to read your stuff, make it easy as possible for them to be specific in what you want. So for instance, in your captions, like on a post feed, if you're not asking for engagement, you're not getting it. If you're not giving engagement, you're not getting it. But in the cash method, I teach the H is a happy ending. Everybody loves a happy ending. Aww. I mean, Courtney went the PG-13 route, but you could also go the N-17 route if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Everyone loves a happy ending. In the industry, it's called CTA. But when I was creating the cash method, it just fit so, so perfectly. So in your captions, if you don't have towards the kind of end of your caption, what you want the person on that's reading to do next, what do you want them to do next? What's the next part of the journey? Because your content is not just one and done. Remember, you're the tour guide. It's going to lead into the next step that you want them to take. So what do you want them to do specifically? If you do not tell them, it's like herding cats. So you have to say like, tell me in the comments below, what's one thing that you're grateful for today? Not like, you know, hey, who's grateful today? And you know, <laughs> if you feel like it, just drop it, you know. Drop an emoji. Like, remember back in the day, double tap if you're feeling this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was technically a call to action. However, the easiest call to action. It is. And I still see people use that. I'm like, are you, are you like, hello, McFly? That actually doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, so you can do, I just gave you some ways to increase your engagement in stories. Also paired with the market research, right? You have to ask these questions. It has to be relevant to what they're, it can't just be some like, who likes bagels? <laughs> I love bagels. I know you do. That's it. But if your ideal client doesn't eat bagels, and yes, you should know them just like like the back of your hand to know if they are eating bagels. Like if you're in a wellness space and you're talking about gluten-free stuff, you're not asking your audience if they like bagels, most likely. Or maybe you are if you have an alternative option that you're going to provide them, like a recipe to make a gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, whatever-free Everything free. Yeah. You're only going to get the like air. Yeah. You're going to get the air. The air. You're going to get the circle in the middle of the bagel. (laughs) Um, And then I gave you some ways that you can do engage in regards to, in regards to the captions, but it really does come down to a trust level because they, they just don't like, they have to trust you to be vulnerable. Like I follow accounts that I've wanted to ask questions in their box but I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want them to see my name. You know, this is a personal question, so I don't do it. And you actually have to answer your DMs. Yeah. Because again, conversations equals cash. And you can even develop more so that relationship building piece in the DMs. And, you know, like, especially like people, here's what I like to do is I like to see who's watching my stories. Yeah, me too. I scroll through. Because I engage with them. Yes. And if they have an active circle. Because my ideal client. I go client, watch it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because you if don't they're have, taking time to watch mine, I'm going to take time, you know, when I can to go watch theirs. Yes. And that's easy. You don't have to really go outside because it's all done through that list. Yeah. You just hit their little bubble and then it brings you back into that list. So there are so many different ways that you can do it. You just have to ultimately figure out what's your schedule. What are your priorities in your business? And then at some level, you do have to map out your week. I map out my week every Sunday. It's not to the T, but at least I know kind of the key things that I need to be doing. There's any responsibilities I have for either of my businesses, any personal appointments that I have. Look Um, up. I hate it. I I mean, maybe that's better than Trello, but I have just, gosh, 
I used to hate them, but I do everything on Friday, so I'm good for the next week. It's so helpful. Oh, you do Friday? I've changed. Yeah, I started. I don't want to do any work on the weekends. That's good. That's really. I am changing my schedule actually to Mondays, kind of be my prep for the weekday. Then I'm only going to take yeah, calls yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So either sales calls, strategy calls, or client calls. Then I'm going to podcast on Wednesday, and then Friday I'm Saturday Sunday I'm going to help out. Yeah, I do calls on Mondays and Fridays, like appointments, podcasts on Fridays. I'm thinking of just doing calls on Mondays just to like batch it. And then Fridays could be podcast days. Yeah. So what you're listening to is us trying to strategically batch, figure out a schedule that works so that we can put our priorities in so that we can show up the best that we can for the people that we're served and live our lives too. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm going to do an episode on how to organize your week. So stay tuned for that one as well. That'll be Ooh, a good one. I want to listen. Yes. Too, too bad it's not video because I could show click up. But anyways. All right. We need to wrap up. Last two questions. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo. Yo, yo, yo. We need to wrap up. Okay. Last two questions. What's one book that has had the biggest impact for you and why? Do not look at my book of my library. Okay, I, it's so funny because I'm listening off these books and she's like, not the ones I have. I'm like, well, we've read a lot of the same books. It's not because I'm staring at them right now. I would say it is codependent no more. Oh, good one. I would I don't even know who. Mel- it, Melody? Melody something. 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 Go- Google it. Yeah, codependent. It's a great one. Thanks, Tracy. Yeah. So we... <laughs> Shout out to Tracy. Our, our uh, life coach. Life coach, Tracy O'Malley. She recommended that book. Um, and it is forever changed my life because it it helped me on a personal level. Yeah. And it really opened my eyes to see where I was being codependent and where I was allowing people to be codependent on me. Mm. And it was... I just always want to be the best I can be. I'm always growing. I'm always trying to, but we all have our, our blind spots. Yeah. Right. And so this book really opened up some blind spots so that I could really reinforce the learning that I already done of how to set healthy boundaries. I could reinforce those even stronger and more, more solid so that I just don't allow people to use me. Yeah. I don't allow people to use me for their time, for my time, for my, my knowledge for my friendship, for my heart, for my love, like that book really, really was great. And I, and I've, I've, I have, I would say disordered drinking in regards to alcohol. And so when you hear the word codependent, that, that, when she recommended that book to me, I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, really? Cause, but it, it's more than just alcoholism. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But it does touch on that in the book as well. And it's not a business book, but, but it helps. Yes, exactly. Setting boundaries. Exactly. If you want more of like a, you know, raw, raw motivational book, I would say, I really do like the believe it by the Uh, It cosmetics, Jamie. That book was so, it was easy to read, could read it totally quick. She's a badass boss babe who like literally would like, she lived at QF. QFC, QBC, QFC is a grocery store in Washington. (laughs) She lived at the grocery store. She lived at QBC and really just 
it was a beautiful story of how she started her company and all the things that were going against her in regards to the beauty industry and her not being a typical size. Oh, I need to read that. Oh, you haven't read it? No. Oh, it's so good. I have so many books. Over okay, there. here's the third book I was going to share <laughs> that I is uh, the Jen Sincero, You're a Badass at Making Money. Oh, that's my, yeah. Those, Number those, one. All three of those Hands are my down. top five. Yeah. What piece of advice would you tell your younger self? To be yourself. Oh, that's a good one. But here's the thing. And this is what I actually told my husband the other day because I rolled out the house in my LL Cool J hat, which if you do not know, if you're not a Gen Zer, it is a bucket hat, but really made famous by LL Cool J in the 80s and 90s. And I have some hair loss going on right now since after being sick and I won't really leave the house without a uh, usually a beanie, but I've been trying some new things. Like I've tried some cool head scarves. I felt like I was Hulk Hogan the other day. So maybe I'm just like playing these characters. I've also purchased two orange wigs that I could wear. Oh my. I'm just going with it. I'm being myself. But here's the thing is I'm, I've always been myself. I've always been encouraged to be whoever I like unique and not really care what people think. And but I told my husband, I wish I would have stepped into that more of that expression earlier on. Oh, me too. Like I like did. 20s. Yeah. Like I did do that my whole life. I didn't really care. I've loved fashion. Just let's use fashion for a way. Cause that's a way of expressing. And, and I'm talking about oh, cool J's hats and stuff like that. I always would wear trends and stuff that I liked for myself, but I feel like I could have been even more bold because I, I am a bold personality. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't like, I don't know. I, the old me when I was walking in a false identity was bold and cocky. Now I'm bold and confident Mm -hmm. because I'm operating my true identity. And so if I walk into a basketball game for my nephews wearing corduroy bell bottoms and an LL Cool J hat, like I'm not self-conscious because it's an expression of who I am and I feel comfortable and I like it. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. So I wish I would have really stepped into that. Even even though I had hints of that throughout my life, I wish I would have gone like full blown into that. Yeah. The older I get, the more I just don't really care. <laughs> um, okay. Where can people find you? Well, I do hang out on the gram since we've been talking about Instagram all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. It's my favorite place. So at Hey Hey Emmy. That's H-E-Y-H-E-Y-E-M-M-Y. If you want to come hang over and continue the conversation over on Instagram, you can get the link in my bio and maybe Courtney will put it in the show notes for my podcast. It's called the Hey Hey Emmy Show, all things Proverbs 31 to Tupac. And also for you and your listeners, this is what I'm going to do because by the time this airs, the discounted price for my Cash Money Instagram Stories membership will have passed. Okay. So if you go to cashinonthegram.com forward slash cash money stories and you put in the code money honey, you're going to get $30 off your first month. Well, look at that. So that that is just for you guys, for your listeners. Thank and you. And you're welcome. If you did not catch that, cashinonthegram.com forward slash cash money stories, use the code money honey. Show notes if you didn't catch yeah, I'll it. Put it. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Come hang out, continue the conversation, and I, um, I'm excited to see how your podcast grows. Yes, I'm super excited. We're also going to do an episode on her podcast. Uh, she's going to interview me, so be sure to check that out. Um, but thanks for coming on. This was fun. I love you. I love you. We'll definitely be back. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> 
As always, thanks for listening. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or on Instagram to help support the show. If you want additional resources to help you grow your business, you can find them on my website at CourtneyMarieCo.com or below in the show notes.